Hello again, Timberwolves fans. Are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? It is Saturday, November the 23rd, 2012. This is episode number 86 of Timberwolves Explosion. I am your host, Joey Wygen, or Paladino Joey, and with me now, as per usual, Marcus the Forecaster, alive and well yet again, to grace the airwaves with you for another week or two, depending on, eh, you know, we're a little random with the week or two week thing, but <laughs> we do our best, don't we? We do our best. Oh, Timberwolves Explosion is available on the thesportstuff.com and on iTunes. We thank each and every one of you always for downloading and listening to this show. It is a great pleasure to be a part of your week or two weeks or month or whatever. <laughs> it's always awesome to be on the air with you. Hopefully once a week, but sometimes two weeks, but yeah, you get the idea. Uh, still fun covering this team, but it's not. It wasn't the most exciting two weeks or so, has it? Uh, it's been a little bummer. Yeah, it's been a bummer. Yeah, the injuries caught up with the Timberwolves, and then the uh, some of the guys came back. In fact, three of them, and we're still not doing that good. Hmm. Yeah, it was surprising to see Love back. That was uh, unbelievable. As yeah, yeah. There's a there's been a lot of twist of events the past couple of days, actually, with the uh, man up and man down type of situation. Um, yeah, so if you've been living in a cave the last two days or so, two or three days, Kevin Love came back about almost a month early, according to some people. Maybe two to three weeks, I thought, but like a month early to some people. Uh, I was, uh, yeah, I was jumping on my phone to look at the, the early box store because, you know, I couldn't see the very beginning of that, uh, was it, yeah, Denver game, and then I see in the start, I just see the, where the letters K-Love, uh, like, wait, what, huh, <laughs> wait, what, you know, <laughs> yeah, Kevin Love came back, that was just, uh, pretty crazy, that was pretty exciting, but, um, yeah, we'll get to those games as we jump on, we usually like to start out, out of the Wolves at the very beginning, just to kind of get the NBA news out of the way, and then, of course, lots of Wolves-related news this time. Oh, my goodness. There's a lot of Wolves talk today. And, uh, and then we'll probably do our little NBA, I mean, after we review a lot of the Wolves games and such and Wolves news, do our brief little random NBA roundup afterward. That's always fun, isn't it? <laughs> it's like Marcus's NBA roundup. There we go. The Forecaster's NBA roundup. You probably prefer that. <laughs> he likes to do his forecasting. So, yes, uh, did you... Forecast Mike D'Antoni as the Lakers coach? I didn't see that coming. No? I was, I was for sure that was going to be Phil. Yeah. I, that was a lot of, yeah. It's like you walk in, I mean, you figure, the way Mike Brown was basically just, you know, cacked out of there immediately, like five games into the season, yeah. like, oh, they've already made up their mind who they're going to hire. It was kind of obvious. Yeah. But then we figured it's probably got to be Phil Jackson coming back. Yeah, he, he felt, he, I'm pretty sure he felt it was obvious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. And then it wasn't. <laughs> and then he's, like, stunned and all that, and everybody's shocked, and next thing you know, yeah, there you go. Mike D'Antoni is the guy. Hmm. Old uh, Pringles, Coach Pringles. We love him. <laughs> he's the guy. Yeah, I, yeah, it was, Mike Brown had been fired at the, when we recorded the last show, and Mike D'Antoni had not quite officially been hired yet. I'm trying to look at, uh, man, trying to look at 
the response by Vince. Vince Germano, of course, uh, a member of the great Courtside Podcast. Hank McCoy, Vince Germano, and BG. Those guys are outstanding. Great show. Do check it out. The Courtside Podcast. Three very cool guys, always. <sighs> For some reason, I'm not finding it, and I'm frustrated. Oh, <laughs> there it is. Okay. Maybe I did read it on the last show, but that's uh, okay. No, no, I couldn't have, or I didn't. Um, Lucas Quayle saying I was hoping for Stan Van Gundy. <laughs> because Dwight Howard would have been back there. That would have been hilarious. Wouldn't it, though? Yes. Oh, and we didn't actually officially... Oh, go ahead. We have Hill, who has history with uh, Pringles. Yeah, that's right. They all do. It seems like half the team does. Jordan Hill, of course, member of the New York Knicks. Uh, Steve Nash, Phoenix Suns, Kobe Bryant's dad played with uh, Mike D'Antoni in Italy. Yeah, it's uh, there's a lot of kind of uh, connections there. It seems like just well, like yep, Hill didn't have the best experience. No, he did. <laughs> he kind of got buried, didn't he, yeah. over there? Like I was surprised that Jordan Hill's career started out as slowly as it did, and he's he's never really going to be a starter. Looks like in this, well, maybe, but he wouldn't be like a major starter. Um, well, I hope it works out for him. So far, I think the Lakers look okay, but then again, they lost to the Kings. Yikes. Yeah. Until they lost to the Kings in the second game. It looked good in the first game, but, yeah, when they looked good against Brooklyn, they lost to Sacramento in the second game. Ah, uh, and it didn't look, it wasn't really that close, was it? It was like 10 points the whole time. Yeah. What happened? It's just, there's no, <laughs> there's no depth for that team. This, they... They need a bench. Mm-hmm. It's just like we've been saying for the last, like, yeah. five years now, doing the show. You're like, yeah, I remember all of that. When, you know, whenever I just casually check out the old shows just for fun, you know? Just for fun, check out the archives, and then always hear the forecasters saying, you know, people say, like, Lakers, like, they have the best bench. I don't believe that. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> and, no, they never really have. <laughs> yeah, it's... Clippers, on the other hand. Yeah, they have a pretty good overall... Yeah, they really do. They have a pretty good overall group of players. Um, top to bottom. I am annoyed that I can't seem to find Vince Germano's uh, response to the Mike D'Antoni. Maybe I accidentally bumped the, the heading somewhere. Uh, there it is. There it is. Okay. It's, yep, my bad. It, he says, uh, this is his comment about the Mike D'Antoni signing, because, of course, Vince is a Laker fan. This Kurt Rambis, as a player, thank God, not as a coach. Picture, his Facebook pictures. Uh, Kurt Rambis, <laughs> as a player, thank God for that. He says, I've said it before and I'll say it again. His system, meaning Mike D'Antoni, wins games, not championships. Not enough emphasis on D. Yeah. Is that about where you stand yeah. as well? Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, Actually, Mm. I think he's using the excuse as he didn't have defensive players. I mean, he did have Amari. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he did. But after right now, I think that's just an excuse. I don't think he actually cared about defense in the first place. It's not just because Amari was on the team. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a very debatable topic, isn't it? I mean, uh, well, so far his teams have had pretty horrible defense. I mean, the Suns... Got, you know, they would give up like 110 points and try to score 113. Mm-hmm. New York Knicks kind of tried to do the same, but they were worse at it. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when you, I mean, you used to really like him. I remember because he liked all the way the Suns played and 
you'd always be the Knicks, and 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 then you bring like Amari. You'd bring was it Amari? But you, yeah, you'd always bring Nash over all the time. I remember that to the Knicks. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. You'd always pick the. Knicks. That was about two years ago or whatever. You'd always bring Nash to the Knicks. You're like D and Tony's, but now you can't stand him, huh? Or not? Oh, we're or talking about the not Xbox. hate him, but yeah, yeah, the Xbox, not the PlayStation, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the Xbox that. Did I even? Yeah, I didn't even mention it, did I? 2K. Okay, I apologize. I'm like, yeah, I'm way ahead of myself. Apologize, you guys. <laughs> Anyhow, um, hmm. Yeah, Mike D and Tony. Yeah, oh, I really well. don't know what to think about the Lakers. Um, or what uh, Tony's even. Like, can you say that the Lakers are better? I'm, I mean, I think they're better because now they're just out there playing, you know, they're just doing what they want to do. Mm-hmm. They're not playing, like, any type of system. It's basically go out there, it's like a pickup game. Mm-hmm. Seems like that's, yeah, like, just run and gun, you know, but that's about it. Yeah. And there's no, yeah, there there isn't much of a structure, is it? It's just no. kind of go and do whatever, kinda, yeah, kind I mean, of, kind yeah, of. Even Dwight said to himself uh, about uh, uh, D'Antoni, even though he's not there yet, uh, he was, uh, Dwight, uh, I don't, can't remember word for word, but it says something along those line, lines of, uh, Kobe's out there. Yeah. Uh, you know, we can win, we can win games with Kobe, and he's basically like a coach. Mm-hmm. Which and I, that, that's true, that. yeah. And even, even Michael. Yeah, even Michael Jordan. absolutely was, yeah. Like the player-coach type of thing, yeah. without being the coach, but, yeah. you know, coach enough. You know, he was enough of a coach, basically, out there to lead the team. Sometimes, I mean, well, obviously in Jordan, and, they, and then they still had Phil Jackson and all that. I mean, yeah. but now, yeah. I mean, I kind of like, I mean, I'll, I'll admit I kind of like the, the hiring a little bit. Mostly because Phil Jackson's age, you know, I, he wasn't going to stay too long. Obviously, Kobe's not going to stay too long, and Nash can't type of thing, but... I don't know. I mean, I guess the Lakers kind of had to look at semi long term. Semi long term. I mean, yeah, because I mean, D'Antoni's not going to coach forever either. He's sixty one, yeah. but sixty one versus seventy is still a significant difference. So maybe a five to six year difference there in terms of coaching. Yeah, because I think Kobe's always going to run his his style, mm-hmm. his system. Yeah, he kind of has his own system, like the, 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 the Kobe rolls. Yeah, <gasps> I said it. Yes, not the Bryant rules, the Kobe rules. It just sounds better. So then I think well. Dan is going to affect other players more than Kobe. Cause I think Kobe's going to play his game regardless. Mm-hmm. Well, and if he could get out of Nashville, you know, similar, if he can kind of bring Nash to that Phoenix Sun style again, it's going to help the Lakers definitely versus what Mike Brown had going on. I mean, so either way, it's still an upgrade, right? Yeah. You agree? I mean, Mike Brown. <laughs> oh, it was, uh, yeah. I think we probably said it out about Mike Brown, huh? Dude, oh, say the two words you said last yeah. year. No. <laughs> you saw him on the screen, never? Oh, he just yeah. said, oh, he's useless. Wait, say it once. Huh? Oh, no. <laughs> he's like, he's useless. No. Yeah, oh. Pretty much. Oh, like what were you going to lead much. into? Yeah. Before I cut into you there. No, no. It was just oh. the, the dance one. I, also, I could, really can't see his value right now. Mm, kind of hard to Couple tell. Couple games in, yeah, once Nash gets in. Yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah, it's like the whole cart before a horse thing. Yep. Yeah. You can't jump on it too quickly. Yep. Um, couple quick things here. Uh, when I posted about episode 85 being released, Vince saying, great show, guys. 
<laughs> and yep, we thank you very much for that. And he said he recorded a show also a couple, like the next day. That was awesome. Very good show again, courtside. Yes, sir. As we move right along, um, according to Darren Wilson of the Star Tribune, he was talking. This was right before the Wolves got Josh Howard, like hours, maybe yeah, or so. Oh well, yeah, the one day or so before. He was saying the Wolves are trying to make a trade. Stay tuned, basically, and that. Uh, uh, or actually, I worded it that way, but he was saying something along the lines of uh, the Wolves are trying to sign a guy, but the agent was saying they're also trying to make a trade as well, so it's kind of being delayed. And He wouldn't say who the guy was, obviously. It ended up being Josh Howard. I kept thinking, is it Beatrice, or who is it? Mm. Ends up being Josh Howard. So we're going to talk about him in about three seconds. Uh, but yeah, I guess the trade stuff. Who could it be? I gotta be Darren Williams does it or Derek Williams excuse yeah. me doesn't it yeah. it's it's gotta be he hasn't seen a lick of playing time since Josh Howard arrived and yeah. since well no since Kevin Love arrived excuse me Kevin Love returned he hasn't seen one second one second what's up with that huh hmm yeah, we'll get to the, our trade ideas in a little bit when we talk about our shooting guard situation very, very shortly. <laughs> yeah, a couple guys have to go. Yeah. Yeah. A couple guys have to go, and a certain guy needs to arrive. A certain underutilized guy that we wanted oh so badly. A guy that we were crying and weeping about, literally, I mean, very upset when we saw he got acquired. For looks of a, by looks of a nice game, a couple guys have to arrive. Yeah, like now. Please, 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 somebody save us, right? Uh, Lucas Quill saying, any predictions on which player they're trying to trade? Or maybe on which player they should be trying to trade? Um, well, uh, it's, yeah, I, 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 again, it's got to be D-Will. Yeah, I was saying D-Will, D-Will, and D-Will, Lucas. Just my opinion on the show. <laughs> We've been saying Berea forever, and that still could be part of it, you know? Berea still could be part of it, maybe, especially once Ridna or Rubio comes back, though I think we'd like to... I think we may almost want to trade Ridna more than Rubio right now. Um, <laughs> but I really get the vibe it's D-Will, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. I don't... Yeah, I mean, clearly he has no future here. Now, now even more clearly. And he rebounds about as much as Alan Houston. Yeah. Yeah. You know, which is like, he just doesn't rebound. Mm. Uh, it's the baby hands. It is. It's got to be. I mean, yeah. Did, did, does he really have small hands? But we plays, yeah. I mean, he's he can't catch a pass. Mm-hmm. He tries to dribble. He can't dribble any better than uh, Wesley. Yeah. It, and lately, it seems like a lot of guys in this team have small hands. Like they, they were bumbling the ball around the last couple of games, like Dante Culpepper for the Vikings did years ago. <laughs> like it's. Uh, it's hard to hard to accept. So uh, Vince chimes in about that, saying, "I think you're trading Rubio to the Lakers." Ha ha! That's like, and I'm like, for Nash, and he says, "I'd take that." It's like, well, <laughs> yeah, at that age, yeah, at that age. <laughs> oh, I love Vince. So yes, here it is. Well, yep, the Wolves did get Josh Howard. Yes, yeah. did I'm really happy? Like I came in working, you know, I was working hard on the lawn cleanups. And I see this little highlight now, you know, with the little score center application on iTunes. Or, I, yeah, you know, from uh, my iPod Touch or whatever. Gave me a little, <laughs> a 
notification, you know, I come home from doing a long cleanup in the morning. Uh, what day was it? Like last Thursday, I think it was. And it says, Wolves signed Josh Howard. I'm like, yes, all right. Yeah, it's a good signing. Yeah. At, at, at first, I was thinking, okay, anybody at this point is mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. And then I had to uh, do my own little scouting. Yep. <laughs> you know, because I know there's uh, injuries. So I'm like, okay, do we get another... Uh, you yeah. know, injury risk player. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with him. Yeah, this is nice. Yeah, I mean, we see him on the court, and it's just, by all accounts, just, I, I still, I mean, that first game against, was it the Warriors? Yes, the Warriors, just right out of the gate, he looked all spry and, and ready to roll. I was like, hey, this is cool. And he's looked spry since he got here. He's looked spry, the, you know, in all three games. I'm, I'm not disappointed in that sense. I'm, I don't know. I'm very excited. Are you? Yeah. Or I shouldn't even say the word excited. I'm very pleased, right? There we go. Maybe excited is too strong. Yeah, we're yeah. Not, we're, well, I got excited after he made his first shot. Yeah, it's like, hey. <laughs> you know? there's, yeah, because we need that pulse, don't we? Like, yeah, it's, it's defense. Uh, he, uh, he, made, he makes me think that there's a lot of fans out there thinking, you know, you know once a guy is 32, well, that's too old. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. I think it's time yeah. for us to really back off from this whole uh, low-risk, high-rewards uh, dice roll that Khan's uh, doing. Yeah, we've been doing it a lot lately. It's uh, it's not working out as good as we'd like. Luckily, this, uh, you know, and luckily the Josh Howard one, yeah, it's not a low-risk, yeah. high-reward. It's a, it's a, you know, in a lot of ways, a no-brainer right now. I mean, he, he was an absolute great fit, a nice... I mean, when you consider, and yes, we didn't actually, oh yeah, Budinger, of course, was, well, we saw him get hurt, but then they're like, his x-rays are normal, which is kind of funny, and then they do the MRI, and it wasn't normal, it was a torn meniscus, and he's out for three bleeping months. I Usually yeah. when I heard meniscus, it was like a month or so, but then I guess it's three in this case. So yeah, I mean, Josh Howard, like, no-brainer, you know, especially... Do you think, I mean, if you had a choice, here's a little question to throw at you. If you had a choice, you didn't, and I know it's not the most exciting choice ever, but Josh Howard versus Michael Petrus, who would you take if you could only get one or the other at this point? Um, you mean like now? If <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if, or, or no, like say if before we signed Howard, if you had to choose only between one or the other, who would you pick? Oh, we'll go features. Just because there's, there's no injury risk. That's the good. Yeah, and he's younger. I suppose I could see that. The, we're we're no ages. Look at you now. You're now I mean, you're backtracking. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's the. <laughs> I mean, age, age for me isn't a big. You know, it it, it experience. Yeah. You know, I mean, as far as age, I mean, it's like guys don't want anyone over twenty-five. You know. Yeah, that's it's getting ridiculous. Like that. yeah. yeah, that's getting ridiculous. Like, come on. We're in our early 30s, early, yeah, we're working on our mid, but not quite there yet. And, yeah, I, I, I resent that, damn it. All you guys that think 32-year-olds are, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, we definitely need experience <laughs> on this team, because, yeah, we can't, maybe everyone's making on, uh, well, Roy, Nashved. Yeah. Oh, Roy. Ooh, it's like, yeah, you guys some time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Shved, yeah, it's like Roy, apparently, yeah, we're getting, we're getting to it. Well, well. 
<laughs> we're getting to it, but let's just say he's basically a car with no transmission. So it's like, can we, like, yeah. Yeah. He's basically a car with no transmission at all. Like, the gear, those those gears are gone. Um, what was what was the other one you said? Buttinger? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he was a good pick. He was a, a nice, yeah, obviously a va- more valuable piece even than I thought, at least early on. It's not like he played that much yet. No, I'm still not. I'm still not happy with him. Not all the way in? Well, yeah. it's because, well, he's not all the way in. He has one foot out the door, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah that's the other problem. Yeah, it's like a rental. Yeah, he's, one he's year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he could have just sat on the bench. <laughs> you know? With the Rockets? Yeah. yeah. Then maybe the free agent could have made a bid for him. Yeah, one, 1.2. Instead yeah. Of, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, right now, I'm not. Right now, I got to. Th- I mean, obviously, I don't think he's going to get the amount of money he would have gotten. Because, yeah. I, I mean, he might have been looking closer to. Because somebody would have overpaid probably to try to get him to for five million or something. I mean, we know how this league works. Yeah, yeah. somebody would have tried to say two years, ten mil or something. You know, ten million total, of course. Um, but yeah, I'm. I totally get your vibe though with the age thing. It's uh, you know uh, Jamal Crawford, Brandon Roy, yeah, Brandon Roy, Jamal Crawford. In the end, just who looks older right now, Jamal Crawford <laughs> or Brandon Roy? Yeah. You got a guy with seventy-year-old knees, or a guy that's uh, torching people. Yeah, uh, we should. <sighs> Damn it! Definitely going after Crawford. Damn it! You know, and, and I know it's the whole second guess thing, and I was trying to—I was kind of a believer. Like I, I wasn't all the way in, obviously, and because you—you you can't be because you, you know with a degenerative situation as we're slide, slowly sliding into it, as you could tell. <laughs> we're getting there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we probably said about how much we need to say about uh, old Josh, but other than I think he's a nice, valuable addition overall. We'll get deeper into him as we get into game reviews, but, you know, yeah, it's easy to second-guess, I get it, but at the same time, we both kind of knew that this was a high risk, high risk, and the whole time we watched him play, it's like, he, well, yeah, he was a nice facilitator, nice veteran. I mean, the, uh, well... In some ways, that's where the age was a good thing because it actually helped the experience and the the, uh, the passing and all that. That was yeah. good, but then you had, uh, but then you have the the knees just totally going out here. As of course, it's been announced that uh, well, first Brandon Roy had to have uh, arthroscopic surgery, and then they say up oh, after that they say out at least a month after the arthroscopic surgery, but then the results come in and it's like well it's. Uh, mm. <laughs> it's clearly it's level three arthritis, which apparently, as I, I posted it on there, what level three arthritis is, you know, it's basically you're one step away from a knee replacement. Where apparently love that's a level four. As Brandon Roy mentions that as well. Uh, Jules Posterino says time to time to look on the free agent market for a new shooting guard. What yeah. a disaster! Yeah. I second that, Jules. I second it. Uh, this is obviously the Facebook page. I don't think I even mentioned that, which is terrible. <laughs> uh, so you just simply type in the search bar, uh, Minnesota Timberwolves, Timberwolves Explosion, or Timberwolves Explosion, Minnesota Timberwolves. Sorry I didn't mention that. Not not as... <laughs> I'm silly there. I just kind of jumped the gun there, but 
I guess, well, those of you obviously figured this was the Facebook page, but do give that a like if you could. Timberwolves Explosion, Minnesota Timberwolves. Go there and click like, and you can join in the conversation on here. But yeah, yeah, uh, it's a it's a level three um, arthritis. Level four means knee, knee knee replacement. So it's basically if you're at that stage, he's got to he's got to go. He has to retire. He has to. Yeah. And there's no doubt about it. And he needs to do it. He needs to do it pretty fast here because mm-hmm. yeah. With the rumors going around, like uh, Lakers are looking at uh, Raja, mm-hmm. uh, Raja Bell. Um, yeah, oh, Petrus, Petrus should be getting some calls right now. I can't believe he hasn't been signed yet. Not that he's that great, but he's a legit. Uh, he's yeah. a legit shooting guard that deserves playing time in this league. Especially, and, you know? yeah. We definitely need uh, Rory to say, you "No, know, okay, I'm done," so we can uh, try to get that Raja spot. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's it needs to be done. And it's not even... And, you know, and for me, when I say, like, he needs to retire, it's like, yeah, it'd be nice to get the roster spot, but also for his own, obviously, oh, yeah. well-being. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he, for his own well-being, for his own good, he's got to go. Yeah, I mean, huh. he at least say to himself, you know, like, at least I'll give it one last shot. Yeah. Did, so. Yeah, and he was saying that in the, the Real GM article. Of course, that's what was posted on there. Yeah, you know, he's not officially announced his retirement or anything yet, but I... And, you know, Jim Pete and uh, I don't even, <laughs> and all them were talking about tonight how they're almost making it sound like, oh, you know, if and when he comes back, it's like, ah, don't even go there. Like, he's not come. If, if he comes back, I would be completely shocked. It, it'll be as a, uh, as a cheerleader. Yeah, it, there's no point. You know, it's just not worth it. I mean, I, yeah. no offense to, any, to anybody that supports Brandon Roy or Roy himself. It's just not worth it. I mean, I... Oh, and I can under, I can only I can only wonder I can only imagine how painful it must be to just say I have to quit, but I think he has to. Yeah. You know, I mean, it sucks having to walk away when it's like he went from. I guess was as he says he went from a guy who kind of, kind of like barely got into college basketball, and next thing you know he's a star after his senior year. <laughs> you know, or he wasn't getting much playing time before that. But then it's like, it's, uh, it's, it, it's still a bummer. You know, he was saying how, yeah, this was all basically in a lot of ways a dream come true and everything. And it's more than I could ever ask for anyway. So I can't be too greedy. He was basically saying that. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's classy of him to think that way, but at the same time, obviously it's sad and disappointing to see him have to walk away. Uh, how does he word it? Let's look at it. Exactly. He said, he said, I, I can't say I'm disappointed. That would be selfish. I was just a normal player my junior year in college, and everything since then has been a major blessing. So I've had an unbelievable run, which to me actually does sound like somebody that's about ready to... He sounds like he's about ready to hang yeah. it up. Yeah. yeah. He's... He wants to, like, not... Actually, that was, like, <laughs> the beginning of his speech. Yeah. His retirement speech. Yeah, like, it's been an incredible run. <laughs> and then there it goes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it sounds like somebody that's about, you know, he's just, he doesn't want to say it yet, but he knows it's, he, he knows, yeah. you know. And I definitely, not kind of for bad saying he needs to, you know, hurry it up, you know, but we need, we need uh, Peters. Yeah, I mean, at minimum, or the, uh, the other guy. Yeah, after seeing uh, tonight's <laughs> game against uh, the Blazers, we, mm-hmm. we need him. 
Tonight's game against the Blazers was painful. Yeah. It is kind of cool that we record a lot of these shows right after a game. I, I think it's fun, actually. It's actually good. We, we try not to let the losses get to us, but... Uh, oh, it's been happening too often. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Tonight we had a lot of... Uh, yeah, Paladino Joey was a little bit uh, agitated the whole night because I just... Hmm. <laughs> we'll get deeper into it, but brief. let's just say I, uh, there's no love lost between myself and the Portland Trailblazers just because it's been a lot of years of just... Uh, it's been a lot of years of irritating losses and guys that seem to be a little bit too happy with themselves Yeah, on, on the other bench, but I'll just leave that alone for now. Yeah, well, I, I am glad that I <sighs> came here. And uh, yeah. you know, gave it a shot. Yeah, but I feel a whole lot better than it, better than I do about it. If we had a solid starter and Roy was kind of like a you know third option, mm-hmm. and he came in and gave it a shot. You know, I would have felt way more confident with that. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of the too many eggs in one basket. I mean, luckily we, luckily we signed. We also did acquire Shved, and he looks like he's going to be something in this league. But still, you know. Uh, It'd be nice to have more of a full-time, legit starter, though, instead. Hmm? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, if uh, I mean, especially if you're getting a Roy, <laughs> you kind of know what you're getting with the knees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of, yep. do you really want to make him a starter? And Shved, who you're, you're <laughs> hoping is, is a great basketball player? Mm-hmm. You're hoping, yeah. Yeah, it's, we, we need... It's risky. Yeah, we need to stop with all these risks right now. <laughs> yeah, we like to take risks, apparently. I mean, the, the Kirilenko was not a risk. It was more of a... Uh, it wasn't... Yeah, no, it just wasn't really a risk. Get, yeah, that, like, that was a good one. Yeah, worst case, uh, his numbers are a little, you know... Uh, not the best, yeah. 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 Points a game. Or, you know you're going to get steals, blocks, you know, great defense from him. A little bit pokey, maybe, or yeah, like like if he was a little bit slower. But no, yeah, he's he's what uh, this was a kind of a cool way to put it too. Was uh, Paul Allen and KFN said uh, something about he's he's and he is a really good oddball guy, and and it sounds weird saying it, but his, his point was how he gets the oddball stats. Like you don't see twenty point ten rebound stuff. You see like three steals, four, you know. Two blocks, stuff yeah. like that. You know, yeah. it's very valuable stuff that yeah. we uh, obviously belongs on this team in the best way. It, uh, I don't know. Biggest I don't know way. About I, I'm not, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it's his uh, confidence, but mm-hmm. Up I mean, and down. I mean, look at uh, a Rubio when he came here. People were saying, "Oh, he can't shoot. Uh, he's not going to translate well once he gets here." Yep. You know, those people are wrong. Absolutely, yeah. He played over there with Karolinko for mm-hmm. a bunch of no, well, for played at least one year. Yeah. yeah, at least one year. Played professional for for years. Comes here, you know, he, he does okay, does pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of up, uh, shootings up and down. Yeah, look at Lillard. Ugh. I mean, yeah, on. look at Lillard. Jeez, the guys who huh. we know are going to be stars are you, you can tell what you'll get within the first couple games from them. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you can tell if they, if they have the, the, the it factor. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think, I think from what we've seen from Shved, he, I think he'll be a, a solid starter, but I, I don't know about a star, a star quality. I don't think it's there. Probably not. Or now yeah. I see him as like a six man. Mm-hmm. He likes to, likes to shoot and score, so I, I, I don't know about seeing him as a starter right now. 
Yeah, and he certainly doesn't have the physical strength to be a starter in this yeah. league. He's not, you know, you look at him and the way he gets manhandled frequently. Yeah, yeah he yeah. <laughs> he does not remind me of a guy who should be playing full time in this league. This is not a this is not a, a, a kids league. He's 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 yeah. kind of got a teenager's body out there. And when he does get manhandled, mm. he's kind of like backs off. Yeah. Like wow, I didn't, and I felt that one, you know. Yeah, like whoa, where did that come from? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Schwed yeah, to me, yeah, he's like that that punch off the bench, scoring punch off the bench. Yeah. Defensively, he's you know he'll he'll get a steal or two here and there, but he also gets uh, beat at times. Yeah, we noticed yeah. in the Charlotte game. Oh yeah, he got he got Michael Jordan Byron Byron Russell in that game. Oh, <laughs> literally, yeah. wasn't it though? Yeah. Michael Jordan did he probably without did that same uh, without the push off, and that's yeah that's an amazing. <laughs> Yeah, that was uh, that was good. That was a good play by Kemba Walker. Well, we're getting there. Yep. Yeah, that was a fun one. Or no, that game was not fun, but that was a it was a good play for you if you're a basketball fan, which we are. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So that pretty much should conclude the Facebook page. Real quick. Oh yeah, Vince Germano at the time said, "Did I hear right? Caleb back today? He was just despised as I was." And then he mentioned the Brian, uh, Brandon Roy diagnosed with degenerative knee arthritis, contemplating retirement. And he says, yeah, big shame. Surely there was a clause in his contract that doesn't pay him the full amount. And, and yes, it was yeah. a, yeah, thank God there were several, several incentives. And it's partially guaranteed. I believe the second year is not guaranteed, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, thank God for that. <laughs> no offense to Brandon right now. Again, no offense, no offense. But, you know, that's, well, that's why it was partially guaranteed, because yeah. we, they they knew it was risky. He knew it was risky. You know, he he knew it just as much. He, when you read that quote, he almost quietly knew it wasn't going to work out. But let's give it a yeah, shot. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of uh, upset about. I mean, yeah. both sides kind of knew... You know, as he's looking at the uh, contract, he's probably thinking, you guys pretty much know that I'm not going to be here. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the odds of it are pretty high, so you can, you know. Yeah, a little bit. I don't know. It's like they kind of jumped on it a little too easy. Yeah. Huh? And, you know. He's probably thinking, okay, at best, I'm uh, I'm great coming off the bench. You know, I'm a decent bench guy, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll be pretty solid, and I won't uh, turn the ball over. I'll try not to uh, make pretty smart plays, but... uh I'll give you at least four games. You know. <laughs> oh man! You just said you. okay. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's call games. up Mayo. Let's see what Mayo's doing. You know, let's see what Jamal Crawford's doing. Oh, I wish. God, I wish. Oh, or or the other guy. We're we're getting very close here. We better get to that yeah, pretty we, soon. Yeah. We're getting very close to mentioning him. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh. What yeah, did I say? It never should have been five five million to begin with. Yeah, in hindsight. And, and, yeah, like, my thing real quick is that guy, I know I sound hypocritical a little bit because I was all excited about it, but, I mean, it, I guess it is kind of the knee-jerk reaction, just the thought of, boy, what if he really is healthy, you know, or even a little bit healthy? You know, what if he's 80% or 75? What an awesome move that would be. Wow, this blood oh, yeah. spinning. Because the blood spinning thing did work for other people, but yeah. I guess if it's arthritis, it's just not going to. You know, I mean... Yeah. And, oh, and this is the point I wanted to get to. We talked about it off air earlier today. Mm. You know, it's like, this might sound weird just saying this, but I have to say it just because this might be on the mind of a lot of the listeners. 
But it's like, it's the year 2012. Don't they have some type of substitute cartilage to help somebody like uh, that? You I think. You would think, but I guess not, or supposedly the type of stuff they use is, like, not good for you, but why couldn't they make something that is? I, I don't know. I just find that odd. I don't know. You know, because, I don't know, I guess it's just the way it is, though. When you're a natural, your natural body, you can't just get some some cushion of some kind put in there to replace the natural one. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know the specifics about how that blood uh, treatment works, but... Yeah, the spinning, yep. Hmm. It's not like it's... it's I mean, it, it doesn't it repair what's there? You would think a little but bit. But there's nothing yeah. to repair. Yeah. Was so, it, what is it actually doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do wonder. That That's a good point, you know, when you think about that. Yeah, especially in Roy's case. Like, yeah, there's nothing there to repair. Yeah. It's, it's just uh, gone. At first I was thinking, okay, what, uh, uh, was the blood get thick? To yeah. get some type of cushion? No, it didn't. Yeah, yeah that's... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and in the end, it seemed like the whole point of it was, I guess, to eliminate swelling. But, again, yeah, it's going to come back, I yeah. guess, or... And, yeah, like we were saying on the previous show, Roy always, Roy seemed to have this look in his face that had the look of chronic pain. Yeah. Like, oh, this hurts. Oh. Kind of the same look I have with my ankles sometimes when I'm working on hills or outside. My ankles don't like hills. Yeah, plus it was a <laughs> thing. Yeah, I got after I got a little, little bit more information about it, like what you said about the pain. Yeah, chronic, yep. It's Yeah, I mean, there's no pain... But it doesn't mean that you're not wearing your your knees down. No, oh, and there's bone that bone on bone. You know, it's, I mean, you might not feel it. Ooh, yeah. But when you do, I mean, it's going to be worse. Yeah, because it like disguises the pain, and then all of a sudden there's more damage. Yeah. And it, yeah, it's it's a it's a horrifying thought. And then the whole knee replacement thing that just sounds really icky. I couldn't even imagine having that. You know, a knee replacement. Boy, that'd be something else. I mean, this then this is a guy that averaged twenty three points a game like a couple years ago. Yeah, I think uh, uh-huh. after tonight we we may be in a rush to a mega trade. Yeah, we we have to do, we have to do something. And I know Josh Howard is a good player, but he's more of a small forward. We more brought him in to help out Karolenko, not get yeah. you know worn out to smithereens because yeah. that's the last thing we need is Karolenko, who I still say currently like not for I probably won't be saying it by the end of the year, but right now. Andre Kirilenko, still with Kevin Love in the lineup, is the most viable player right now. And now, maybe two weeks from now, it'll be totally different, but I just, I had to say it. Uh, so, yeah, you can't let him burn himself out. You know, yeah. that's, that's the last thing we need, because if he does, seizure, seizure, wolf season, you know? <laughs> so that's the main reason Josh Howard is, and that leaves the gaping hole at the shooting guard position. And centered. I think there's a hole in center. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Because the quality severely <laughs> drops after a uh, pick. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, how, how many minutes did Steams get tonight? How many? None. Mm-hmm. Absolutely none, ladies and gentlemen. And who got that? And who took his minutes? Ugh. Yeah, Lou. that guy. Can I say it again louder? Lou. It, Lou. That guy has the offensive skills of... <laughs> I can I can I even come up with a name? I mean, Luke Longley looks like Larry Bird versus Lou Amundsen. I'm dead serious. Literally, 
offensively. Now, defensively, Lou does some good things, but he makes too many mistakes on the offensive side for us to stomach. I mean, there's a little bit... Of, it's just one of those games where you stand up cussing at the TV and way too many times when you don't mean to, but you can't help it because it's... A, it's Portland, and they're just like the... Every time we play them... Okay, and then I'm already getting to the game review way too early. i got to get to the previous ones first. We better get to those like about now. But we got on the Brandon Roy topic. Uh, hmm. You love Anthony Tolliver, don't you? Don't, well, don't you wish he was here instead of Lou? Yeah. <laughs> well, I do miss him. Yeah, I think he'd be better than Lou right now. It's just the, the height difference maybe, but still, he played a little center even though he's short. But he's physical enough. Yeah. So yeah, probably with no further ado, we should slide into these into the the uh, Timberwolves' actual uh, schedule the past couple of weeks here. Well, yeah, we lost that Bulls lost to the Bulls in Chicago uh, at the end of the last show. Thank you, Noah. Thank you, Joe Kim. Yep, that was mm, Pekovic had a good stats but bad defense down the stretch. Uh, awfully similar to tonight. <laughs> Timberwolves win in <laughs> Dallas, and we're like, wow, we beat the Mavericks. Yeah, no Dirk Nowitzki, but still, there's no Kevin Love. Hello, you know, yeah. it's like, you think you think that's a, you think you think that might be a factor, and of course, no Rubio, and Malcolm Lee starts. Malcolm Lee starts because Brandon Roy did not play. That was Brandon Roy's. Yeah, Brandon Roy had already been out of the picture at that point. The likes of. Andre Kirilenko was playing his MVP self in that game. He was the MVP. Uh, yeah. Kirilenko, Shved, and Cunningham. Just awesome that game. Timberwolves yeah. win, yep. 90-82, to 82, by the way, I'll mention that score. I didn't even say it. Yep, Tuesday, November the 13th, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, excuse me, Monday, November the 16th. Sorry about that. Anyhow, um, Wolves win a uh, thriller in Dallas. That was a fun game. It made us feel like, wow, this team just keeps winning. Yeah, I, I, I thought we were going to lose that game. Yeah, like, it was... We had way too many guys sitting out. Yeah, and then, yeah, we win. Like, okay, I, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, they also didn't have uh, uh, Marion. Mm-hmm, yeah, they're mis- yeah it was like they're in the same boat. Too many people out. Marion's out. Obviously, with us, you know, it's like 100 people. No Berea, no, no nothing. Will Conroy with his last game with the Wolves. That's right. Before Josh Howard came in. Um, mm. Yeah. <laughs> it was a it was a fun night though. It, it was. The Wolves relied on their defense in a big way. Because Dallas is usually gonna get like ninety plus to a hundred. Even without Dirk, they're still gonna score a little bit. The guys like OJ Mayo, Darren Collison was very good for his standards. Mayo a little bit too trigger happy. Chris came and struggled big time. Vince Carter had an awful game for his standards as well. Wolves' defense was was outstanding in this game. Courtney Lee's first start, not the most exciting thing you ever saw, but uh, the likes of Pekovic. Uh, Pekovic scored pretty well in the game, obviously, as well with a 20-point effort, but the gaping hole there is the rebounding for Pekovic. He rebounded tonight actually fairly well. Actually, that was one thing I liked. But for the most part, Pekovic on average only about six or seven a game, which I still can't understand. 
Yeah, don't let the uh, box score fool you to, for tonight's game. Yeah, it was a nice box score, but man, the guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very, very frustrating. Mm-hmm. What's that? I was just saying, though, when you're that big, um, you should use that to your advantage. And yeah. You can at least jump up to the rim and dunk it. Mm-hmm. You should. That's about the theme of this team right now. Just dunk the damn ball, please. Just dunk it. Just yeah. dunk the ball. There, I mean, there's. <laughs> it really hit me once I saw Mullins dunking over us. Yeah, because he doesn't reflect. Uh, you know, he doesn't give you the reflection of a major athlete out there. Yeah. He you really know, you doesn't. You don't need to jump out to the gym if you can dunk it. You're that big, do it. Yeah, but he doesn't give you the vibe of a guy who can jump out of a gym and just slam that thing in there. He he really doesn't. And but he can dunk. You but he can, it. and that's all you have to do. <laughs> that's yeah. all you have to do is just dunk it and. The Wolves players don't do it. It's like against their religion or something. I don't know what it is. I, I really don't know. And uh, you got Alexi Shred, uh, by the way, in the Dallas game. No, we got to be back on track here. <laughs> Temporarily. Alexi Shred, at the time, showing more and more value. His shooting, his shooting is not that great, but his penetration has been good. Or at least at this point was good. <laughs> the last two nights, not as much. But, uh, yeah, you... Got to the line, made some clutch free throws down the stretch. He even blocked three shots in the game against Dallas. That was pretty awesome. Derek Williams, minimal playing time, despite the fact they started. Um, because guys like Cunningham outplayed the crap out of him, and he still is. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Cunningham has beaten Derek Williams out of a job, by the way. Yeah. Just, so, just so you guys know, and that's kind of sad, but Cunningham is a wonderful player. Derek Williams is... Right now, a bust. But guys like that, obviously, a huge factor in the Dallas game. There's no doubt about it. The the defense, the blocking shots, the aggressive style of Cunningham, and believe it or not, Shred in this game really made a difference. Of course, Karolinko as well. Very, very fun night for the Timberwolves. (sighs) But that was the last win. That was the last win, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm Mm-mm. Unfortunately, the last win for the Timberwolves as <laughs> this is when we really saw the the holes coming to uh, coming to a head against the Charlotte Bobcats yeah. Wednesday the fourteenth. Uh, yeah, like yeah, this team does have too many injuries, don't they? Yeah, as soon as we reached the Bobcats, I'm thinking well, we kind of got lucky we beat uh, Dallas, but mm-hmm. due to their injuries, yeah. Now we're I was worried about this game. Mm-hmm. Hard not to be. It was, uh, I mean, and Kirilenko played, like, phenomenal. That was, like, his, almost like a borderline career night in a way. But they did get, he did turn the ball over a lot, as did the whole team. It was turnover-centric. Guys like Shved, Kirilenko. This is when the Wolves, like, everything started to down-spiral at this point. Yeah. And you got a guy like Luke Ridnour, and you look at his box score. Ten assists, zero turnovers, 16 points. But I'm telling you... <laughs> you have to look closer at that box score. The one of six from three and the six of 16 field goal range. There's more to that than there is to the 10 assists, I'm telling you folks. Now, Ridnour is not completely worthless, obviously. We know that. Like, he deserves some playing time in this league, and he's capable of putting up nice stats on occasion. But a lot of his games, his game skills in clutch moments. 
<laughs> can lead an NBA fan to insanity. Yeah, that game was just bad for a lot of players. A lot. That's the, uh, yeah. Malcolm Lee couldn't make a shot for his life, yet he still managed to get 10 points. I have no idea how. I mean, I have no idea, honestly. Actually, he did have that. I think that was just the game he had that awesome dunk, though. Yeah. That's the one good part about yeah. Lee lately. We're seeing something that we didn't, that nobody on this team does, actually. Drive through defenders and dunk on defenders. And Malcolm yeah. Lee did it in this game. He did it actually tonight against Portland as well. Uh, but other than that, Malcolm Lee's, uh, he's, he makes a lot of mistakes, I think. Uh, he was very trigger-happy from three-point range and wasn't really close on any of them. Honestly, he didn't turn the ball over in the game, but field goal percentage, you know, just shots weren't going in. Yeah. Just plain and simple. Like, like veteran coaches would say, well, the shots weren't going in. That's why we lost. <laughs> and, the Char- yeah, Charlotte's defense is awfully good. I-, I think Mike Dunlop is a good coach, actually. Is Michael Jordan looks a lot better right now than he did a year ago. Oh, my God. About 100 times better, doesn't he? Yeah. The, the coach he hired is this guy can coach. I-, I don't know a whole lot about him, but he looks good. Here's your guy, Byron, uh, Byron Mullins, right there. Like There's an your guy out there. Yeah, we didn't have a peck this game. That's another thing. Yeah, Peck. Yeah, Peck t- turned his ankle against Dallas. So, yep, no Pekovich. And uh, yeah, the guy that started at center that night. There's a reason why he didn't play tonight, and it's because of games like this. Ay ay ay. Oh six. One of four from th- from the free throw line. From the free throw line, folks. Yeah. Um. Uh, he got two blocks, but he, but he was blocked three times. Yeah, no turnovers. Hey, well, actually, three I, turnovers. Excuse no me. Six. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me. Pardon us about that. <laughs> yeah. The guy just doesn't. The the guy has no aggressiveness whatsoever. I don't get it. Like, can't you be a little more aggressive than that? I mean. And I understand some guys just aren't as aggressive as others, and that's going to happen. But I mean, there was nothing there. It just—he just doesn't look confident at all. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. And again, sorry, I don't need to be stomping on people out there. You know, or not people. I don't mean to be stomping negativity into your ears right now, ladies and gentlemen. But this was a, a disappointing stretch of games, though. I mean, we have to be honest, right? I mean, is there any doubt? And these were games that we that we uh, were thinking, hey, it's time for Williams to show what he can do as a starter, and he just is not taking advantage of it. Mm-hmm. That's and the key. I think he lost that uh, opening. Mm-hmm. This the, the door was open. The, yeah. That door was open wide, really wide for him. And I even think I don't yeah. know. I'm not gonna get into conspiracies or anything yes. like that, but uh, <laughs> I don't know if Love was even that injured. Whoa, look at you. Look at this guy. Yeah, you do wonder about him coming back early like yeah, that. Yeah, kind of could have been, you know, he could have been injured, but he could have came back. It was kind of, let's see what, let's, let's see what Williams can do here. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just didn't take advantage of it. We will no longer tolerate it. It, it, no, it would have been mainly for, like, <laughs> let's get a stock up for a trade, you know. And now it's like flat sit him. Yeah, because uh, Cunningham is so good. It's kind of like mm-hmm. okay, we don't need you. This is to get your stock up. See what we can get. Mm-hmm. Fill a couple holes. 
Yeah, or yeah. even one. Yeah, just yeah. one at, at that one position, and we still oh, we haven't have talked about. Now. We still haven't talked about that guy yet. <laughs> Let's just say he has the same last name as the guy that's been starting at shooting guard the last week. He has the same last name. Just uh, the yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. You can you can you guys fill in the blank a little bit there. We're getting there. We're gonna kind of randomly bring that one in because that's what we're all about being random, right? <laughs> But no, this Charlotte game, it's like the Wolves were getting pounded the whole time. They made a nice, furious comeback in that fourth quarter. I actually thought we were going to win. I mean, did you? That fourth Maybe. quarter, it was like both teams were trying to lose. It, yeah. It's too many like mistakes. Charlotte wants to lose. We're kind of like, okay, I guess we'll try to win this. Mm-hmm. That didn't work. And the last yeah. play, I, I saw that coming. Because yep. yep. their, their point guards were just, uh, they were just scoring at will. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had so many chances to win this game. It was unbelievable. And guys like Steamsma, wide-open shots. Just You know, he's like maybe five feet away. And the second he lets go of the ball, it's like, Oh, my God! Oh, come on! Yeah. I mean, it wasn't even close. It, it hit the rim. Yeah, right. Yeah, it hit the rim. But, I mean, when you're five feet away and it hits, like, the outer edge of the rim, like, way outer edge of the rim, come on, you know. Yeah, both he and Lou just weren't scoring it off for us. Oh, Lou, I can't even... Yeah, he, Lou, I'm in, Yeah. Just look how many minutes he played in that game. It's just... Yeah. I can't stand it. it. It made me suffer. You know, I mean, but I... But seems more one point. Yep, and, and Lou... was at one of four from one? line. Yes, sir. He did get his seven rebounds, but, yeah, whatever. They were like, well, okay, yeah, he got his rebounds. One of them, only one of them was offensive rebound. Now, Lou can get an offensive rebound once in a while, but... I I don't think there is a big man on this roster. Now I'm saying center, Cunningham. But I don't even necessarily consider Cunningham a big man. He's just a forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there ain't a big man on this roster that can hold on to that basketball in traffic. Not one. If there is even a slight bit of traffic, those the ball's bouncing. You know, and that's not good. Ball is bouncing without Steensma's hand on it, without Lou's hand on it, or without. Without yeah, Nikola's hand on it either. Nikola Pekovic. I mean, these guys struggle with the ball, and I understand the bigger guys aren't, you know, Tim Hardaway in his prime, you know, or anything. It's just a fact. I understand that, but they are terrible in traffic, man. <laughs> and it's it's a bummer because if they were better in traffic, we'd be better off, especially Pekovic, because he's yeah. gonna get the minutes. Steamsman's not gonna get the minutes. Lou Amundsen. He'll block a shot here and there, and he can be aggressive at a, on a putback on occasion. Yeah. <laughs> Very rarely. <laughs> or a wide-open dunk. But, oh, man. Mm. The guy is just like, he makes a lot of mistakes. Or he just doesn't hang on to the ball. That's probably the biggest thing. He just doesn't hang on to it. Mm. Yeah. And uh, Steve's mind looks like... Steve's doesn't have any confidence. I, You know, he just doesn't give you that... that uh, Vibe. Yeah, the uh, last game he was in, um, he looked like the candy man out there. Oh. Just didn't care, was making dumb fouls, mm-hmm. uh, didn't put his hands up. Supposedly he's supposed to be one of the best shot blockers to ever be in the NBA. But yeah. he was playing, was playing weak. He's too soft. For a guy who's supposed to be a, like aggressive defender, he's too soft. I mean, he yeah. needs... He needs a Kevin Garnett screaming in his ear because it worked. Whatever Garnett said to him, it worked. Yeah. 
And we don't have that right now. I mean, yeah. Kirilenko, I think Kirilenko can be that guy very easily. Because, I mean, even Kevin Love tonight. <laughs> you know, I, I just, I saw that respect from Love to Kirilenko. When Kirilenko was giving yeah. him pointers about something, we don't know what, obviously. But Kevin Love, there's a look in his eye. We're like, oh, that's kind of cool to see. Yeah. But, I don't know, whatever it is, somebody's not getting the steamsma just yet. Maybe it can still happen, but... Yeah, but we all mm. knew that steamsma was just a product of uh, Garnett. Like you said, <laughs> yeah, pro- pretty much. Which, uh, and that's where the other hole is that needs to be filled hmm? with a better, better uh, talent center. Yeah, we need that. We need it badly, especially defensively. And even with uh, Peck, Peck is... Uh, I don't know. I'm just getting frustrated with him. Mm-hmm. He's not using his size at all. I am too. Yep. He's he's not using his size. <sighs> it's it's tough. Yep. Yep. And we'll get deeper into that with tonight's game, especially. But yeah, it's it's the baby hook, ladies and gentlemen. It's <laughs> a lot. It just seems like an obsession with big men lately. Like you have all these up and under moves, these post moves. Screw that. We're just going to do the baby hook, and that's it. Yeah. We're not going to dunk. We're not going to do a post-up. We're not going to do the up and under. Ah, baby hook. Nope. That's that's all we're going to do from now on. Because, damn it, I'm underpaid. No, I'm just kidding. It's, <laughs> I don't know what it is, if that's what it is. <laughs> like, really? You know, is that all you want to do? Is, is are, are you that scared or are you that lazy or what is it? I don't understand. I, it mystifies me to no end. You have post-up moves that, at work and you don't use them. You have a body that's big and you don't use it, right? I don't get it, you know. I don't either. Mm. But yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a rant we were saying all night tonight, ladies and gentlemen. So to close the Sacramento, excuse me, Sacramento. What am I talking? I'm just BSing the Charlotte game. Might as well be Sacramento, but the Charlotte game. Kemba Walker. Yeah, he did a Michael Jordan on Alexi Chavette. After there was multiple mistakes down the stretch, I believe Steams... Yeah, Steams was fouled, and he missed him. And that was like, screw it. Yeah, he missed both of them, remember? Yeah. <coughs> Steams got an offensive rebound after some horrible miss by, I don't know if it was Ridnauer or Chavette. He got the offensive rebound, and they fouled him because they're like, yeah, there we go. <laughs> He's not going to make both. He misses both. Uh, Charlotte comes down the court with Kemba Walker. Lexi Schved's on him. He does a crossover dribble and a step back. Schved's going forward because the crossover was done perfectly. And up it went, and in it went. <laughs> with like .7 seconds left, and it's like, oh. So this just in, Kemba Walker, despite the fact he was a bit sloppy with the ball, as you know, both teams were in this game. Despite that, uh, he is a very damn good player. Breaking news. <laughs> I like Kemba Walker. Yeah, he's a good player. Very good. Mm-hmm. I like Kemba Walker an awful lot. Um, they have a chance to be something. Charlotte has a chance to be a <laughs> to be one of those little sleeper teams. In fact, if you pick, I kind of wish I picked them to be a surprise team because they look like that. They look like they're the ones early on. It'd be, you know, like when Indiana was last year, you know, and not, maybe not everybody saw, thought they were going to be uh, uh, like a playoff team or a 500-plus team, but Charlotte's looking like that club right now. So now we head into the Golden State game, <laughs> and the trend begins. A trend of 
this is a, a three-game trend that began here, where the Wolves look awfully strong early on, and you know for an extended period of time, and the sucker snowballed big time down the stretch. And ladies and gentlemen, this is Derek Williams' last game as a starter, and he looked like it actually for for once. He had an awesome first quarter, a solid second quarter, and the third third and fourth were uh, they were okay. <laughs> 23 point effort 8 of 16 37 minutes, not bad you know but yeah, he was left. and he did get 4 blah, that's awesome Kirilenko did the same thing perfect from line yeah, six of, yeah it was a fun game to watch but well, no it wasn't <laughs> the see, first half was see, the whole key is you cut him off when the stock is high yeah, that would have been nice. Instead of burying him at the end of the bench. Yeah, see. But, I don't know. I don't know what that to think. That game was, uh... Again, uh, our center position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the center just was non-existent. Yeah. Lou can't play, and Steamsma, for some reason, doesn't have any confidence, I guess. He just doesn't. Uh, maybe he just can't play either, I guess. Uh, Malcolm Lee played a, almost 19 minutes and did a whole lot of nothing, which drove me crazy. You know, I, I want to like him, but, uh, you know, yeah. clearly he's not a guy you can count on, you know, in the in the grand scheme of things. Shved was awesome for the most part, but he was a little trigger-happy in this game, just a little bit, and that, kind of, that hurt us down the stretch. Yeah. He was trying to get us back in the game or to get us... To keep us to help keep up with the the warrior the trending warriors, but it just didn't work out. Uh, Josh Howard debuted, by the way, in this game. Can't believe it. You know, I, I didn't even really realize he shot ten times in the game. Looks spry and everything, just a little rusty. Got a couple steals in the game, but obviously a worthwhile addition. I think. I mean, there, there's no doubt. You know, Kurlenko got to rest a little bit and played great. <laughs> there's no doubt, right? Kirilenko's kind of a Russian Garnett in a way, without this, without as much of a scoring. <laughs> he's, you know, yeah. It's about what he's like, like a Russian Garnett defensive guy um, who doesn't shoot that much. You know, yeah. Who gets, like, what they call the oddball numbers. Actually, I think he's the Russian, uh, I guess you could say Batum or Gerald Wallace. Yeah, Russian Gerald Wallace. That's perfect. I, I like that a lot. Yeah, that's more what he is. Actually, I would say more for Batum right now. Mm, really? Yeah. Batum, really? Does Batum get the steals? Yeah. Yeah, he does. Okay. <laughs> I'm just well, kidding. This yeah, he does. He does. Contract. Yeah, he's playing for his next contract, apparently. At least he's, <laughs> at least he'd like us to believe that. And, uh, yeah, we, there's, there, neither one of us dislikes Shved. We just, you know, we're, but, you know, after this game, he kind of hit a wall <laughs> just a little bit. The last two games... He kind of went from this guy who was scoring 20 points off the bench to a guy that's struggling. Um, this was a fun game in the first half, like I said, but time wore on. It's just... Mm. Uh, one key stat, though, obviously, we have to mention this because this is why we like Cunningham so much. I mean, you look at his box score in this game, and this is what we see pretty much every single game he plays. Every single game. In about 20... 25, 28 minutes, he'll get 14 points, 6 rebounds, 
and have over 50% shooting. I mean, the guy is... Low turnovers. Low turnovers. In fact, none in that particular game, but yeah. And the guy will get a steal or a block or both or more than one. (laughs) I mean, we love Dante Cunningham, don't we? Yeah. Oh, my God, we love him. God, we love him. Oh, we love Dante Cunningham. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, one key that I remember I was talking to you off here about uh, at the time during this game, after the game, there's a very... This is just something that I think it's... It's a trend with the Wolves also this year, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to continue, I think, unless there's a couple changes along the way. Uh, I, I think Josh Howard's one of them. That's an improvement. But, I mean, I'm not saying, I'm just saying, you look at the way the Golden State Warriors are built and the way the Timberwolves are built, <laughs> you get guys that, that are just huge, muscular guys out yeah. there with the Warriors, and you look at the Wolves, No. You know, you look at <laughs> Sveds versus Harrison Barnes, stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, the muscle, the muscle, the muscle mass difference in the, in the shoulders, arms, legs, everything. I mean, I got to think that's part of the reason we're not winning games because they're just tougher than us. Even Curry <laughs> looks huge compared to uh, Ridnar. That sounds funny, yeah, because Ridnar is not a big guy at all. Yeah, we just can't. We're just not. <clears throat> They're just bigger, stronger, better athletes right now, and yeah. it's not good. You know, that's my frustration. Harrison Barnes just powered his way to the basket. This guy's a rookie, by the yeah. way, and he's big, yeah. like he's built. You know, literally. David Lee got about him. Yeah, his offensive rebounds killed us down the stretch. Also, Carl Landry's big and muscular. Jared Jack's muscular. I mean, it's just all of them. The only one who isn't that that big is Thompson, Clay Thompson, but still he did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and everybody in those positions are just over, especially Luke. Mm-hmm. It's just other teams' guards, especially if they're scoring guards, they can just score whenever they want to. Mm-hmm. Take that first step, and Luke's behind them. Yeah, that's it. That's pretty much. watching or following. That's pretty much <laughs> been the trend along the way. I mean,. And another thing that's been showing up now is the third quarter. Yep, like I was saying the past couple of games here, is that three games in a row, the Wolves do pretty good early on in the third quarter. Just like a couple of years ago, it's that evil third quarter. It's Golden State outscoring the Wolves 29-19 in that quarter. Yuck. Just an absolute destruction. Um, 106-98 was the final, by the way. This was the... It was Friday the 16th, just to mention the date, by the way. 106-98, Minnesota. Just, you know, out-hustled out and outmanned by the Warriors in a big way. Now, we understand injuries are a big reason we didn't win the game because there's just not enough pieces. There's just not enough pieces on the Wolves versus, <laughs> you know, a healthier team in Golden State. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I know that's a big key, and... I got a mention on Twitter about that. Uh, this was uh, during the Charlotte game when I was whining and bitching. <laughs> Mention real quick. Uh, Brian Wright was saying, what did you guys expect with six of their top seven injured? And Yeah, I, I know. I just was frustrated. <laughs> um, and I'll give a shout-out now to the Rip City Bad Boys podcast. Yep. <laughs> yep, Tristan Mayer talking about the uh, when I was talking about uh, 
Damian Lillard. Yeah, we're going to get more into that later. So I, uh, I'll get back to Tristan Mayer there. Uh, and uh, Keelan King of <laughs> the Rip City Bad Boys was making fun of me a little bit, you know, having fun, teasing me about how I was bitching and moaning and screaming and whining about the games against, like, Charlotte, Golden State and stuff, calling the defense abominable and all that uh, abomination. Because it was an abomination, damn it. But no, <laughs> but no, I understand the Wolves' record was pretty good for their injuries, yes. Um, and yeah, <laughs> that's why I kind of stayed away from Twitter tonight because I was getting too mad. So I didn't want to say too much and then, like, look like a goofball. That's partially why I stayed away from Twitter tonight for the most part. Watching the Portland game. Uh, yep, twitter.com forward slash Wolves Explosion or at Wolves Explosion. And uh, what's your Twitter, Forecaster? What's your Twitter? At Forecaster TE. Say it again. At Forecaster TE for Timberwolves Explosion. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That is the one. At <laughs> And, of course, there's no underscore or anything on yeah. either one of ours, so it's all one word type no. of deal. One, two words turned into one type of thing. So, yeah, there you go. Thanks again. Do give us a follow if you could. We would appreciate it. I'm the one that does the Wolves Explosion one. Marcus does the Forecaster TE one. So, no confusion there. Necessary, right? No confusion. Yes. Vince Germano talking about the Bobcats coach. Uh, Dunlop coached in our No Ballers League. <laughs> so, he actually coached there, is what Vince is saying. Interesting. But Dunlop did coach there. Very cool. Huh. That's good. He puts useless information. I think that's useful information, actually. <laughs> Very cool. Huh. So, yep, yeah, that would be the NBL in Australia. Uh, there was a little bit going on between Marcus and Vince there. That was kind of cool. Brent Veal. Yes, sir. Brent Veal. Mr. Train of that basketball show at Mr. Train and at Pumpa 5. At Pumpa 5. That basketball show. Spectacular. Fun. Awesome. Oh, yes. Do give that a listen. He says, looking forward to talking to you guys when Rubio and Love are back. Good thing about the injuries is uh, your depth improves. Depth improves. Uh, for a while there, yes, until the center positions reared its ugly head. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, shooting guard. With Love back, it's... I kind of got a feeling like... Uh, with love, I don't know if it's Love and Broya. Mm-hmm. kind of feels like we've gotten a little worse. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's, I don't know if it's the chemistry, mm-hmm. but it just feels like things aren't flowing like like they were when when they were injured. Isn't that strange? Yeah, it doesn't look as good right now. Pex not know. playing well. I don't know if uh, if the in- injury is still lingering, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It just doesn't really feel like. Mm. Like I don't think our chemistry is together yet with. Uh, love and Bria back. Not yet. Yeah, I mean, something's something's amiss right now. Uh, Brent continuing saying, or, you know, Mr. Train saying, still, or V-Train, <laughs> still bloody fun to watch the Wolves, though, surprisingly. Uh, Sved's growth is great to watch, and AK-47 is just incredibly good. I mean, I, I agree with that statement there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, Sved hitting a wall right now, but, eh, yeah, but it's just one of those things. Vince saying that uh, Dunlop did coach one year and made the championship game but lost. Yeah, I mean, it's, hmm. A lot of, uh, yeah, we're basically agreeing that Dunlop is going to have a pretty solid career there. 
uh, yeah, Vince saying, uh, <laughs> when I was saying I really don't like Williams, you know, and yeah, I was saying that during the Charlotte game. That's the game. I mean, I ended up liking him in the Golden State game for the most part. Vince continuing that one saying, gathered you didn't when you called him an SOB. <laughs> <laughs> gotta like that, huh? You gotta like it. Mm-mm-mm. Yep, uh, Jake Severson, who also listens to Purple Mafia. Thank you for that, Jake, a multi-show listener. Do appreciate it. By the way, Purple Mafia is a Minnesota Vikings podcast that I do as well. If you would like to check it out on the sportsstuff.com and on iTunes. Uh, he says, a team that has a legit chance legit chance to win every time they step out on the court to win and a definite playoff team. And, yeah, because I was saying how, man, man, this team needs to get healthy. Imagine what it can be. That's especially if Rubio's on there. That would be pretty nice. Uh, Vince posting uh, an interview with Johnny Flynn on the Facebook page. Yeah, he sounds like he's uh, growing up a little bit, realizing the more urgency that he needs to get his career in, or Johnny Flynn, that is. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, Jake Severinsen saying, I love the additions of AK-47 Cunningham Steams my and Shved, and I like the risk of Roy, but don't see that working. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And it didn't. And it didn't, apparently. (laughs) Very apparently. Mm -mm -mm. Oh, yep, here we go. It's a big one right here that you would agree with. You want to read it, or should I? Okay. (laughs) Yeah, he said, yeah, I mean, you know it's, you know you suck when Byron Mullins is better than you. Yeah. That sums up a lot of what this show has been about today, hasn't it? A lot. We've really, yeah, we've really been going through a lot with that center slash power forward in a lot of ways. Jay continuing saying, Buttinger, too, he was a good pickup. I would love to see uh, that team at full strength. T-Wolves would be exciting, yeah. Yep, very much so. Two more uh, random deals here. Vince tweeting a lot and during the games. Uh, he says, we've got another one from, um, where is it? Uh, yeah, he says, yeah, I really wanted Beasley playing with Kobe and Powell would help him break out. Where uh, He was talking to both of us about how we thought Beasley was going to go to the Lakers and it just didn't happen that way. So, again, we don't know what <laughs> Really, what took place there? Other than I guess they just couldn't come to an agreement of some sorts. Uh, Vince continuing saying Josh Howard handy coverage for Bunninger. Yeah, yeah. There any doubt there? No. Mm-hmm. Tom Reed. Yep. So one more shout out coming out here. Tom Reed of Believe the Hype. That's right. Believe the Hype. Thank you, Tom Reed. He was uh, tweeting to Robert Twims or Trims. Excuse me if you're listening. Who was? Uh, Works with the Timberwolves. Yes, sir. He was tweeting to Robert Trim saying, Do you listen to Wolves Explosion podcast? It's a must for all T-Wolves fans. So thank you for that, Tom Reed. And yes, we do recommend Believe the Hype. Very, very good show indeed. Do check it out. And what he said is true. We are a must. Yes, yes, we are a must. (laughs) We are a must listen. Yes, sir. Very, very cool. Uh, no, Robert Trims. I was talking to the wrong one there. That's actually Jeff Munichy. Excuse me. That works for the Wolves. Robert Trims is a Australian fan who likes a lot of uh, who is a big Wolves fans. He says, when I get the time, so many great blogs and sites dedicated to the Wolves. 
Our fans are really knowledgeable. It's actually uh, Munich. Jeff Munich said he just downloaded our show. Yes, sir. He works with the Wolves. So excuse me for that little gaffe there. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm good at that tonight for some reason. Uh-huh. Um, Tom Reed saying enjoy it. Jeff, will do, says Jeff. Drive-in hoop pods are the way to go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I agree. <laughs> Thank you. Yep, and Pumpa jumps in saying, Hey, boys, just saw the Malcolm Lee dunk on Thomas. Wow. Kemba Walker game, or Kemba Walker was nice. Game winner was nice. Yeah, that dunk on Thomas, though, by Lee, that was good. That was nice. That was on Tyrus Thomas, of course. Double T. Wow. Yeah. That was really good. (laughs) And that was like, finally, somebody's driving and dunking. It actually exists. Can you believe it? Yep, and we did play the Warriors, and yes, Pumpa, you won in a big way. Oh, my God, you won. <laughs> we were doing good, but you won. Yeah. Howland T-Wolf and Jarek James also, both of them, obviously Howland T-Wolf. <laughs> the one that's Howland, at Howland T-Wolf is uh, Jonah, and Derek James also writes articles on their wonderful website. We are actually, there's a link to us on their website as well. We're affiliated with them. HowlandTWolf.com gets some nice articles on there. Keeps uh, they keep up with the wolves very very well, and they have some nice writers on there. Highly recommended, of course. Um, absolutely need to <laughs> mention that site on these shows because they're nice enough to 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 work with us as well. Keep us uh, on their page. Thank you again, Holland T Wolf. Uh, And Holland Teal tweeting to me at one point saying, let's see how well they can sustain it, especially on D-Wolf's shaky offensive game. I believe this was during the Golden State game. Yes, it was. He says, that was a lot of fun. Very refreshing <laughs> versus the last game. Yeah. It, it was fun for a little while. Yep. Uh, Derek uh, James jumping in saying, that's good to hear. It'll be nice to have a 10-man bench again when we brought in uh, Josh Howard, of course. That was nice couple more here, then we can wrap up the Twitter. He says, uh, John Flesta, what uh, what was we talking about? He said, he's paging Dante Cunningham. I say, I hear you, Cunningham is a godsend. He says, I agree. I like guys that consistently perform, but know their limitations. Yeah. Always feel like a positive contribution. That's all I was saying about him uh, during mm-hmm. that nice game. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, he knows his limitations. He's not going to try to the back a guy down, go for the the baby hook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? That's the difference between Cunningham and a lot of other members in this roster. But he also is Williams, confident enough too. Williams, yeah, Williams. He tries to do too much, and he's yeah, not like, good at it. Like you know? dribbling, huh? Like dribbling. <laughs> yeah, that's a problem, huh? Oh my God, that's a problem. <laughs> so yes, Tristan Mayer. When I talked about. Damian Lillard, yep, and then he was nice enough to mention us on their show. Yep, and we'll get more and more into them when we get to the Portland thing. We're almost there. Huh? Sorry, guys, if it's... <laughs> Hopefully you're enjoying us. Uh, I was telling him how Lillard is going to be the, the franchise for them very soon. He says, so do I. I wasn't expecting this much this soon. I thought it would be more of a progression. I'll take it. Oh, I would too. Uh, Damian Lillard shot over fifty percent tonight, and it felt like he shot ninety nine percent tonight. Yeah. I mean, did 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 Damian Lillard miss tonight? Did he miss? 
Because I don't know if he did. It was just stupid. Yep, head hoop at head hoop saying, and of course this is Pumpa who leads this, and there's a lot of followers in this Twitter, and there, yeah, lots of podcasting. It's like a a, uni- a podcasting community, yes, sir, and we appreciate it. He's saying Joey and the Forecaster are a duo that could rival Yoda and Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Wolves, uh, he says that Timberwolves Explosion is an awesome podcast. So thank you very much. What do you what do you think of that? Uh, what do you think of that conversion? <laughs> Yoda and Luke Skywalker. Yep, he says you're the Yoda and I'm the Skywalker. When, I, when he said on the show, <laughs> thank you for that, Papa. That was pretty cool. Do you like being the Yodas? Uh, I don't know if I should be offended by that. Whoa, little why green, is that? Little green guy. You don't you don't like little green guys? Oh, I'll catch it. Do a Yoda. Do a Yoda. Do a Yoda. Come on, do it. Do a Yoda. No, no Yoda from the forecaster. Dang it, no. But yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. He's a Yoda. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the screaming Luke Skywalker saying, "No, oh, we gotta get them." Okay, sorry. Yep, I get yep. A little conversation there. Herf says, "What a great listen. You guys are entertaining. Thank you very much, Herfinator. Do appreciate that as well." And that should about wrap it up. Other than, oh, here we go. <laughs> Shigara saying, poor Darko, I just read an NBA article. So, yep, what happened to him with the family thing? He had to leave uh, the Celtics, unfortunately. That was a bummer. So, we do feel for him, even though, you know, we we were disappointed in him as a player here, but, well, we wish him the best of luck with that one. Yeah, his Mm -hmm. family, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just one of those things. So, yeah. Like with Roy. It's like... If we gotta go, we gotta go. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's sometimes you're gonna have to step away, I guess, for for you know family issues or personal health issues. You just it's just one of those things that that, that happens. Yeah. Not much you can do. So we wish them the best, both Roy and uh, of course Darko as well in that deal. Uh, I believe it was his mother, wasn't it? Something yeah. going on with his mother is very ill. So, I heard a lot, of, a lot of things, but I just know his family. So, but uh, but I'm serious. If if Darko would have stayed, he would have been a top top two center. Look at you! Look okay. at you taking shots at him. Oh, Marcus! Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at this guy! It's okay. <laughs> oh man! So. <laughs> so we'll close the Twitter. Thank you for the mentions, guys. We do appreciate, uh, you know, the shout-outs and all that. Very, very much appreciated. So now we slide into the Denver Nuggets game, and every time we play Denver or Portland, I get very high blood pressure because they're just... You know what the key of Portland and Denver is? They're always faster than us. They're always more athletic. They always jump higher, and they always win the hustle points, don't they? Oh, uh, especially with the uh, Reed. Every single one. that count. Yep. But I figured we can counter that with Cunningham. Yeah. He's the only real true hustle guy we got. Uh, again, another situation. Wells played really well in the first quarter, especially, and decent in the second. But guess, yeah, and very well in the second, actually, too. But guess what? Guess what happened? What happened in the third quarter? Yeah, the same thing. Got yeah, beat again, by 10 points again. Game, it wasn't just uh, K Love's return. Yes, and it was K Love's return, by the way. Yep. But we also got picked back in Berea. 
Yeah, it was a line change, you could say. Yeah. And Peck wasn't that good. Ten points, seven rebounds. We didn't get scoring from any of our uh, starting backcourt. Our backcourt just didn't. Didn't do squat, diddly squat. And they, they, they have 31 minutes for Luke, 25 for Lee, and it was a combined 10 points. Yeah, woohoo. And surprisingly, from uh, Cunningham, he didn't score much, didn't get a lot of rebounds. It, yeah, for whatever reason, he just wasn't really involved. And it's got to, you know, it's guy because of guys like Fareed, we're just kicking butt. Fareed killed us, like always. For oh, he only got fourteen rebounds in the game. We also know one reason why. <laughs> yeah. We know another reason why Cunningham wasn't getting as many rebounds, right? Do you know why? Oh yeah, I know. Uh, what is it? With love back, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have, yeah, we always think alike, don't we? <laughs> yeah, it's love. Uh, no, we're not complaining, but at the same time, yeah, we know he takes rebounds away from people Peck, sometimes. <laughs> with in there, it, yeah. He shot 50%, believe it or not, but it didn't feel like it. He's not, he's just not aggressive enough. I mean. No, none of them are. I think they have uh, JaVale. Yeah, oh, and he didn't even play in the game. Yeah. Oh, wait, he did. Excuse me, I'm looking at the wrong guy. He did play, excuse me, but not much. Not much. He might as well have not played in the game. Costa. What's up with Kufos winning hustle points against, like, you know, guys like Pekovic? Really? What? Taller. I mean, it. Because it, I know Peck. You know, he's it's not not that tall, and I saw that coming. I just knew they were gonna just. Uh, I don't like that game. <laughs> no, <laughs> I didn't like it at all. You could just. I don't like it. I mean, thankfully, uh, the, you know, uh, McGee can't shoot, mm-hmm. so that helped. But if he could, yeah. 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 As far as he wasn't dunking over, uh, over Peck the whole game. Yeah, because Pekovic's defense, in that sense, is not that great. I mean, he's good at bodying up people at times. Yeah. But when it comes to, like, blocking a shot, it isn't going to happen very much. Once in a while. Uh, Kevin Love, for the record, had an unbelievable game. We, yeah, he did. <laughs> unbelievable. 34.14 rebounds. He even got two steals in the game and blocked a shot. Uh... Incredible, considering how he came back early and played that well. When you think his conditioning can't be that great, missing a good month or so, more than a month, maybe six weeks, if I think it was about. Um, but he played phenomenally. Uh, we, we felt that this, you know, Wolves are blowing out Denver. It's like, here we go, the shot in the arm, everything we needed. We even got Pekovic and, and uh, Berea back, who didn't play, neither one of them played particularly well. But it was like, hey, man, love is back. Here we go, and we're kicking Denver's ass. That's a team we never beat. Yeah. But guess what? We still don't beat them, do we? Yeah, it was, yeah. They, they didn't know that we were going to have love. Mm-hmm. So they weren't prepared for that at first. But then then they woke up. Huh. Yeah, watched the video, changed the game. Mm-hmm. Started doubling love because they, they weren't getting any score from Rittenauer, Lee, uh, Peck. Nope, not, nope. Double love, and you know, that was the game. And even Kirilenko, his offense was pretty limited in the game. Yeah. Actually, I can't Yuck. say that was game. Huh? Only double love. <laughs> the officiating in the game Didn't, was yeah. oh, it was it was horrible. Yeah, and and we're not the types that like to blame the refs all the time, but it just wasn't that good. Yeah, that's the worst. It's the worst I've seen since uh, the uh, Kings and uh, Los Angeles. 
Mm, wow, that's funny. <laughs> wow. It was, just, it was just horrible. It was like, man. They... Really? You know, it's like, yeah, the, the fouls and everything. Yeah. yeah, everything. Everything. And even this uh, even this traveling call against Shved late in the game was pretty frustrating. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what's his name? Looked like he was going to cry practically. Uh, what's then, his name? Adelman. <laughs> oh, what's yeah, his name? The, uh, <laughs> the play where uh, Lee was going for the dunk, and he got, let's uh, say he got blocked. He was clearly got oh, fouled. Oh, yeah. That was... Yeah, seriously. Look at those two block attempts. Yeah, we should erase one of those, huh? Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of foolishness in the game. And it's, you know what, you know what it is, though? I swear, you're going to, it's the, this is where these games look so bad with the officiating and stuff. And I agree that it's bullcrap. But at the same time, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's the, uh, I'm telling you. <laughs> it's the hustle points. The teams that hustle more get more calls. And Denver and Portland out-hustled the living crap out of the Timberwolves in these games. They did, especially in the second half. Yeah, that's yeah, Karolinko was 2 of 7, as you're mentioning. Yeah, it, the lack of offense for Karolinko in the game. It was it was strange. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What? It's like, oh, love's back, so I guess I'm going to be uh, yeah. you know fourth option now. Yeah. Come on, that's don't what, do that's that. That's what I'm saying. No. Since they came back, it's kind of... Yeah, you... Just doesn't feel like yeah. The morale changed a little bit for yeah. some guys. Yeah, I mean, this is the kind of game we could have used your guy, couldn't we? Because yeah, we we better mention him because we've been holding off on it for yeah. too long because we're just and that thing. Oh, yeah. in that game, our centers, our backup centers, just didn't. Sees my almond. Yeah, they don't exist. Yeah, they don't exist. Like it's just forget about it, right? I mean, there's nothing there. Nothing. Zip. Steamsma and Amundsen, nothing. Yep. I mean, in, against an aggressive team like Denver, ah, you know when you you know if if that's the best you can do, forget about it. You know what what they did in that game was eight minutes combined of basically nothing, or let's make it closer to nine minutes, but whatever. <laughs> okay, but we've been holding off on this too long because we've been distracted with all oh, the yeah, these, with all the conversation. The, as, we need uh, a change. Oh yeah, definitely need a change. We need a change. Yes, and uh, it's not Malcolm Lee. It's Courtney. It's Courtney Lee. And why are we talking about Courtney Lee? And yeah, we could use him against Portland. We'll get to that brief. We'll, yeah, we'll be back to the Portland game here in a second. Of course, Minnesota ultimately loses the Denver game, one hundred four to ninety four. On the night before Thanksgiving, and all through the house, not a Primrose Center was stirring. Okay, I don't have a rhyme for it, but <laughs> <laughs> not a Timberwolves Center was was rebounding. There we go. Not stirring was rebounding. Yeah, yuck. Anyhow, enough of my distractions. Courtney Bleepin' Lee is not being used in Boston at all. And I should let you be doing the. I should let you have the floor here. Yes. He's not been scoring. He's not been been utilized in Boston at all. He's averaging about five points a game. He's a guy we wanted so badly, and he's a guy who's still, you know, I think the Wolves could get in a big way. He's coming off the bench, averaging you know like nineteen, twenty minutes a game. No less than not, that. Really, yeah. Jason Terry's starting at shooting guard, which is kind of weird. Maybe that's why they're not winning too many games right now. <laughs> He's a little small for the position. He can play it, but yeah, whatever. Courtney Lee. I mean, we understand he's not 
you know, an all-star. But this team needs a shooting guard uh, that can, you know, that they need a legit shooting guard. Courtney Lee, uh, I still believe he is. Yeah. Yeah, I know that uh, yeah, a lot of you wanted them to begin with. Yeah, a lot of people did. <laughs> Timberwolves need to, I mean, the most logical move here, I got to think, and I don't know if Boston's going to want to do it or not, but I got to think it's a possibility. I mean, why not? Courtney Lee's not fitting in there right now. And I, I don't know if he's going to. You got Leandro Barbosa. You got uh, you got your Avery Bradley, who's still like in and out of things here and there. But then you do have Jet Terry. It seems like you like Jet Terry more than Courtney Lee, so you kind of play a strange roster, uh, line, lineup like that. You like him enough to have a guy starting that should be like your spark plug off the bench in Jet Terry, Jason Terry. Um, and you have Courtney Lee just kind of be like a, I don't know, what what would you call him, a ninth man, basically? Eighth yeah. or ninth man? Especially when, they, when uh, Bradley gets back. Yeah. yeah. And you have Brandon Brass starting with uh, starting at power forward. Now, I don't think Brandon Bass is a bad player, but at, at all, actually. But why not give, why not take a flyer on a guy named Derek Williams? No-brainer. Yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, Derek Williams is, you know, not being used in Minnesota. Courtney Lee's not being used in Boston. Are we crazy, or are are we making sense to people out there? What do you think? I like it. A lot. <laughs> I mean, we like it, yeah. Hey, but, you can, they can even get us teams on the back. Just give us Fab Mellow. <laughs> You know, uh, that would be that would be hey. He go back to the old Steamsman. And he isn't yeah, and Fab has not played a single game yet, believe it or not. Which is kind of funny. The Brazil native uh Fab Mello has not played a game yet for the Boston Celtics. <laughs> I'm not sure if they'd be willing to do that, but maybe. <laughs> hey, maybe Garnett likes Steamsman so much and Steamsman could go out there and kick some butt. <laughs> I mean, Fab Mella at this point, I gotta think, is as much of a crapshoot as you know other people, but like a Steamsma type. But who knows? They got Jason Collins, man. Yes. Uh, I don't even want to. Cons- I don't even want to go there. Do you? No. You okay? But uh, is it not a logical? At least, is it not logical to at least entertain the thought of Derek Williams or yeah. Courtney Lee? Now, some people might be like, Courtney Lee, what has he done in the league? But, well, Derek Williams, you know what I mean? And hey, I think we can toss in Lou. They do have extra spot over <laughs> because of Darko. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. So, maybe. Yeah, I mean, if they... Won. if the <laughs> And, yeah, I mean, some people look at Derek Williams as if he's like, you're lucky to get a second rounder for him right now. Some people actually look at him that negatively. So... Yeah. If you can wind up getting a guy who could start at shooting guard long-term for this team, why not? Yeah. Why not? I mean, Brandon Roy, ladies and gentlemen, it will never be the starting shooting guard for this team. Yeah, he might start. Starting or or, or even playing. (laughs) Or even playing, yeah. Yeah, it's like those games he may have started at at times and played played 22 minutes. You know, that's not... You can't consider that guy as your solution at shooting guard. Yeah. I never should have... Considered in the first place. No, never. And if you bring in Courtney Lee, that does not affect Alexi Shved nearly as much as people might want you to believe as well. 
You don't have to give Courtney Lee 40 minutes. Like, no one's saying that. Maybe 28, yeah. you know? What's that? That was great. Yeah, like, why not 28 from Courtney? 28 minutes from Courtney gives Shved 20-ish. I don't know. Why not, right? Julia, your math's all screwed up. Actually, yeah, it would be 20. 40, you know, yeah, duh. I think 48 minutes. minutes uh, you know, coming in at uh, point guard. Say that again? Point guard. Shved. Oh, yeah, and he can get some point guard, yeah, here and there. He gets lots yeah. of assists. He jumps a lot. <laughs> but, yeah, Courtney yeah, Lee, yeah. So, yeah, Courtney Lee, he would have been a nice uh, addition against, uh, he would have, the Wolves could have used Courtney Lee tonight against Portland. Yeah. Yeah. The Wolves do head to Portland tonight. And, yes, Tristan Mayer, at Tristan Mayer. <laughs> and, of course, the Rip City Bad Boys podcast. Yes, sir. Very, very, very worthwhile listen. Very, very good. Lots of energy. Lots of passion. And uh, very knowledgeable as well. Awesome show. Awesome show. Lots of respect out to the Rip City Bad Boys. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, actually, I, I like don't it. even know why a trade hasn't been done yet. Who? What's that? I don't know why uh, the Courtney Lee? Courtney Lee hasn't been done yet. Yeah. Why is that? I mean, we need him. Oh wait a minute! Oh excuse me. You said you don't you don't know why it's been hasn't yeah. been done. I thought you said you know why it hasn't been done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know. Yeah, they're talking to somebody supposedly. We don't know who it is. We don't know for who, but they're talking to somebody. Yeah. Uh, I will get peaches too. <laughs> well, yeah. Look at you. Let's not get too greedy now. Well, because, I mean, yeah, you don't want to, like, completely kill Shred, do you? Look at you. No shooting guard for him? No. Look at you. You don't want to kill him, do you? So, I mean, I think you got to take one or the other, Beatrice or Lee. Um, yeah, if we can't, if they just don't want to deal with don't want to give us Lee, then fine. Well, I would consider Beatrice at that point, yeah. I would. Absolutely. Uh, Timberwolves tonight against the Portland Trailblazers. Lose 103-95. That was tonight, of course, the 23rd of... Friday the 23rd of uh, November. Happy Black Friday, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Say again? Huh? Yeah. Say it again? What about Petrus? I'll have uh, Cunningham coming uh, in for a center. Look at you. Yeah, at this point, yeah, I mean, it's better than the other option. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, tonight's game, Timberwolves looked good early on. It was like, yeah, but we just know what's going to happen, don't we? The third quarter sucked, of course. Another, like, eight. This one was only an eight-point differential instead of ten. Hey, there you go. But the fourth was a differential as well. Not as bad, but enough. It's just it's just one of those games again. And you can just feel it. Yeah, teams with decent backcourts. That's the key of all keys. Um, yeah, they scored about 60 points tonight. And I'm not exaggerating. Make it 58. Yeah, 58 points. By the Portland Trailblazers backcourt, ladies and gentlemen. Really? <laughs> you, just, you just look at this and you just want to cry. You just want to weep. Really? They shot 23 of 34 tonight, ladies and gentlemen. The backcourt of the Blazers. The starting backcourt, by the way. Yeah. Mm-mm. 9 of 14 from 3-point range. 58 points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 11 assists, 2 turnovers, 4 steals in the combination of Wesley Matthews 
Damian Lillard. Hmm. <sighs> did we get out hustled tonight? You think? You think we got out hustled a little bit the whole time? And the biggest key tonight, I gotta say, is Portland is a lot better off the ball than we are, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, way better off the ball. I mean, we bring the ball up the court, especially with Luke Ridenour, by the way. Him, <laughs> right? <laughs> we bring Luke Ridenour, uh, or excuse me, Luke Ridenour brings the ball up the court. Guys are kind of slowly walking to their positions, walking slowly, right? Yeah. Portland brings the ball up. These guys are just, you know, stepping, stutter stepping, moving around very quickly, lateral all over the place to their positions. Next thing you know, open three, boom. And it happened again and again and again and again, right? There's no defense. Perimeter defense was bad. And also at the same time, though, when they when a Portland Trailblazer caught the ball, next thing you know, they're moving. A Timberwolf catches the ball, they start dribbling a little bit. And that's about it. But the guys on Portland, the first step immediately. It just seemed like they're quicker. They have more hustle. I I don't know. I mean, mm. Uh, mm. the whole game. This pick, the whole game was like horrible. that. <laughs> yeah, Pekovic's stats were awesome, but yeah, describe it. Tell tell, tell everybody how Peck looked that's tonight. Yeah, weak. Mm. Going for layups when he should dunk it. The whole night he was like that. Yeah, he shot four of thirteen, so you can you can catch up with that. I mean, he got a, he got to the line a lot because of yeah. some of those. Yeah, he got seven offensive rebounds tonight, which is nice. That's good. We appreciate that. Yeah. But in traffic, we talked about it earlier. In traffic. Yeah, Lou Amundsen. I couldn't believe how many times. <laughs> was it Luke Ridnor and Berea, man? They targeted Lou Amundsen on, like, little breaks. How many times? And how many times did he score on those? Can, can we... Oh, that's right. He didn't score. <laughs> the ball either bounced off his leg or something because he just doesn't... He's just not an offensive player at all. Yeah. And, and Jim Pete made, made sure we knew that, too. I'm glad he did. Jim Peterson. Um... Mm. Those guys, have, they're just terrible in traffic. Um, Pekovic forcing up, uh, or not, forcing up baby hook shots. One of them was like a fade, a fade. Who fades on a hook shot, on a baby yeah. hook? Nobody, right? Yeah. It's, it's not going to go in. It was short because of that. And it's guaranteed. It's guaranteed. This guy. Mm. He's just a bad... Even Cunningham, I mean, he... He had hustle, but mm-hmm. even he didn't have I mean, it. Like, he's just not an option anymore. I mean, everything across the board is just down for him. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, I know it's because Kevin Lowe's back, but yeah, I, you're like, what the hell? That right? was just a bad game. It was just the backcourt. <laughs> Lee and Rednar. Who? No, just kidding. It's no defense. I mean, Lee, mm. he's he's an okay defender. Mm-hmm. But if you're not getting any scoring from him, it's... Uh, I don't know, it's just... He's like that shortstop you put in, you know, for like a, if you're a baseball team, who's got a good glove, but he'll hit like one home run in like 400 games. That's kind of yeah. what Lee is, you yeah. know? He's one of those guys, and he bats like, he bats like 190. That's, that's the kind of player he is. 
It's like, oh, but he's got a good glove. Yeah, we just didn't have an answer for, uh, for yeah. Lillard and Matthews. No, that was uh, devastating. I mean, some of it was like, come on, how could they make all of them? I mean, they yeah. can't make all of them, but they did. And whatever, you know. It, it was, was just like a so, film twice. Yeah. Lillard made the same play <laughs> yeah. twice. Yeah, the... <laughs> it was a pick and roll kind of step back type yeah. play. It's it's kind of yeah. It, it was a pick and roll, but a you know, a, but it was yeah. It was a unique kind of like a corner three type of pick and roll. It yeah. was interesting. It worked very well. And I wish that Luke mm. would stop with the help defense. That was brutal. I mean, every it seemed like constantly you saw guys waving. At the three point line, or just standing there because, yeah. and oh yeah, it was Luke's guy. Yes, it was. And a lot of times it was uh, Wes Matthews, yeah, but it was Lillard as well at times. I mean, they were wide open all the time. It's just you just, mm. you know, when you scratch your your eyes with your, yeah, your fingers like I'm doing right now the whole game, like coaches like to do a lot too. That's what it was like the whole game. It was yeah. an eye scratcher. <laughs> I don't know what to say about Schmidt. Uh, he had a rough game too, yeah. yeah. It's like they couldn't put him in because of his liability on defense mm-hmm. and the shots weren't going in. Just, yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, and it's a rookie wall, I'm sure. It's kind of an early, well, yeah, whatever. I mean, we did, he's one of those hot and cold, unfortunately. I mean, I'm not majorly surprised because obviously physically he's not there. Yeah. Um, and like I was saying all night too, I'm saying one more time, like the 19th time tonight. <laughs> they out, they were just faster constantly. They're moving around. They're they had energy, boy. I mean, every time they 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 take a step, they move like x amount of feet, right? And the wolves take a step. It's just eh, you know, it's just a little nonchalant like baby step when they're moving, you know, on the court. So they were constantly open because of that, and we were just kind of. Uh, okay, I'll shoot it. Uh, I missed. Okay, I'll shoot it again. Nope. Yeah. And they were constantly like open by like ten plus feet because they're moving quickly. Our guys were not moving quickly. <laughs> that seemed to be kind of the biggest key of the game. Outside of the shots, were just uh, you know the it, it was the old the hoop is the side of the ocean. You know, for Portland tonight, yeah. and for us, it was the size of a penny. You know, it just too. You know, the hoop was was very small tonight. We didn't even necessarily shoot like that bad, but we didn't shoot that good either. Like we, sh- yeah, we shot forty-one. That's not very good. Portland, sh- yeah, yeah, they shot fifty-four percent. Fifty-four, yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, we were sixteen uh, percent from three. Portland was forty-four. Well, there you go. That's a that's a pretty big key of the game. And obviously it's because they were open and we weren't, partially. Yeah, in a big way. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Forecasts are a little quieter tonight because probably not feeling good about these yeah, games. Uh, yeah. We definitely need to uh, make some trades and have a, uh, a better shot-blocking center. Mm-hmm. Well, you can tell when the forecaster's not feeling good about these. <laughs> he gets pretty quiet. <laughs> Oh, we need a stop blocking center, yeah. I couldn't believe how many times, yeah. Yeah, because we can't mm. continue going on with uh, Lee as our starting shooting guard. Mm-mm. And isn't that sad to say, because we, we like him, but uh, he's not, no. 
no, he's not. It's not going to work. And yeah, because yeah, obviously something has to change. Because even if Rubio comes back, what are you going to do? Put Ridnour there? Well, he's yeah. he's okay, but as a shooting guard, he's better as a shooting guard than a point guard. Uh, but well, no. Well, he he was, he was on Matthews. Mm-hmm. Matthews was taking complete advantage of that. Yeah, that's the thing. Yep. So, I mean, I mean, it depends on which get like uh, you know who we're playing against. Mm-hmm. And then Luke can uh, get his uh, shooting guard minutes, but uh, I don't want him to shoot him guard. Mm-mm. No, You're, yeah, you don't want him to be like the starting shooting guard. That's no, for no, sure. No. Yeah, we need a legit starting shooting guard in the, the worst way. Uh, Roy, we wish you the best. Um, we, we really do. I mean, for your own good, you probably have to step away. Yeah. yeah. Have to. And I mean, our own good, too. Hmm? What's that? So our own good, too. Yeah, and our own good, too, because we need to make a move, and we hope it happens now. I mean, it, it kind of has to. I can't imagine Love exactly... I can't imagine Love's exactly uh, in a good mood right now. I can't imagine. Oh, yeah, you got to get that bad <laughs> blood out of here. <laughs> yes, we do. You got to get the bad blood out of here. <sighs> in the worst way. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, Rory will get the hint. Like, yeah, I don't want to mess the team up. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe I should retire now. Before our Lakers gonna grab some guys you want, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and and you know, and Roy does not. I don't think he wants a knee replacement. Sadly, he just might even lead to that. And you know, at some point, you know, just because, yeah. just because he's only like twenty seven, twenty eight, and he's already at level three, as they call it. Boy, oh boy! I mean, it's it might happen anyway. And if 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 they're talking about possible knee replacements just you got to go man and that's no disrespect obviously it's for your sake you really you know obviously you're not you're not on like playing this isn't like the NBA finals right now where we're up 3 games to 1 and maybe you want to be on the court for one last game and get that ring yeah. then go ahead go out there and go get them buddy you know hit the couple threes and step away, put that slide, size that ring up. It's just, but that's not the situation right now. This is a team that's trying to be taken seriously, trying very hard to be taken seriously, and and you're in a condition that, uh, boy, you know you you need to get healthy, or I mean, you need to avoid getting worse quickly, yeah. <laughs> much worse quickly, yeah, because yeah, it didn't take long. Hmm. And he's not getting plenty of time. <laughs> well, obviously. Oh, yeah. In the future, you mean? Yeah, if he came back, yeah, yeah he yeah, wouldn't give him. Yeah, comes back. He's not getting plenty time. Mm-hmm. It would only be like twenty minutes if you know not if even. he would. Yeah, probably because Adam is not playing. Uh, they'd be too scared to play him, probably because yeah. of his health. Yeah. And obviously, Air Bud's out for a long time. Yeah, because see, mm-hmm. Adam values defense. If yeah, can I, yeah, imagine if Roy even before the injury, if he was going against Matthews. Oh God! The same result. Oh yeah, yeah. It it would be the same result because it's just he he can't keep up. He's too slow now yeah. because of obvious reasons. You can't move laterally when you're you have no transmission. We'll call it. Yeah. You, you just can't. Yeah, and Portland was moving laterally tonight, boy. Oh, that was, you talk about lateral. Oof. We need you, Courtney. Yes, Courtney Lee. We need him. We definitely do need Courtney Lee. Yeah, I, I agree. Well, Petrus, 
or somebody. I mean, yep, we need a shooting guard now. I mean, there's no doubt. I mean, they they can't continue on this current. Uh, no, and 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 they won't. We know they won't. We just hope that uh, we just hope that the right solution comes in this time. So, uh, Do you need, huh? Do you need Kenyon? Kenyon Martin's another option, I think, for if you get rid of Lou Amundsen, which I would do in five seconds. I mean, immediately. Yeah. Toss in with uh, Williams for Lee. Mm-hmm. Two for one. Yeah, if you get rid of Williams and somebody else, yeah, you could do that potentially. You could. That's that would be nice. And I've never liked Kenny Martin, but but that's because he was on the Denver Nuggets, and they were always very aggressive and very physical, and they were very yeah. I why not be very aggressive? That'd be okay. Yeah, yeah. I'd like him as if he was on our team, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like if Kenneth Fareed was on the Wolves, that'd be a godsend, man. I'm telling you, a guy like that is exactly what the Wolves yeah. need right now. Yes. A mean, aggressive, SOB, power forward, center, whatever. We need it like we need to breathe. Now, Pekovich could be the meanest, toughest guy in the world, but he's just he, he isn't playing that way right now for whatever reason. The numbers look like he is, but eh, no. <laughs> Too much JB Hook and less uh, dunking. So please dunk the damn ball. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there were other, like, NBA uh, topics we were looking to get into, but for A, for the sake of time, I got to think, and also because this was just, there's a lot, there was so much to talk about regarding the Wolves tonight that I think we're going to leave it as is. How do you, uh, do you agree? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there there was so much to talk about Wolves-related tonight. We're just sticking to our club. We're reading about our borders tonight. Yes. Hmm? And hopefully, uh... When you hear from us again, there will be a couple of trades made. Mm-hmm. Or, or just some type of transaction, yeah. Yeah. Signing I mean, trades. has to be done. I mean, I, I don't think we're going to let this team stay the way it is. Yeah, because we'll be, yeah, we'll be in trouble. We'll, There's this, too many weaknesses. Mm-hmm. That just got completely taken advantage of uh, tonight. Yeah, and it's like we know we're, people are hurt, but we're not as hurt as we were, you know. <laughs> and yeah, obviously. Well, and also when you're hurt so bad that you have like a third string guy in there, you need yeah. to make a move. It's not we're not panicking because like, oh no, we lost four games in a row. We're panic. We're we're not panicking, but we're serious about the situation because it's going to keep. We're going to keep losing with third string guys starting or getting major minutes, you know. And guys like teams might not playing that well. Yeah. So, obviously, shooting guard is number one. Center is, like, 1A. <laughs> yeah. Backup center. I mean, Pegovic is still a starter, we'll say, but I don't know. Is it uh, Jack Sigma? Jack Sigma, you got to get to Pekovic to get back to that posting. <laughs> Post-ups. Because I know Jack Sigma is his main guy, the, you know, with the Wolves' assistance. He's the guy that's really been teaching Pekovic a lot of the game and helped him improve. Jack... Get Pekovic to dunk the damn ball. <laughs> yeah. And if he can't, he can't, I guess. Whatever, right? Hmm. I don't know. I mean, it's it's all about playing better in traffic. I don't know if he needs to watch 90 million hours of film to get better at it, but I guess do what you have to do <laughs> to get better in traffic. You know? That's the biggest that's the biggest problem of their big men, and obviously shooting guard and defense is terrible. Yeah. Yep, and point guard, Luke. Yep, there's no Luke Skywalker and Luke Ridenour. Nope. There is no Luke Skywalker and Yoda at the shooting guard and point guard positions for the Wolves. 
No. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, Luke had uh, 14 points. But yeah, yeah, he did. Again, yeah. on the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he gave up 30. So, yeah. yeah, he, he yeah. gave up 30. Or was it 28? Uh, it was 30. Yes, 30. sir. Yes. He gave up 30. Well, because I believe, yeah, he was on both. Wesley Matthews. Yeah. yeah, both. He was on both here and there, yeah. yeah. They took advantage of it just a little, just a little bit. Not too much, though, only a little. Oh, well, I'm sorry it's so negative and we're, yeah, down in the dumps, but uh, it's just the team looked good and I, we understand there were lots of injuries and what did we expect? Damn it, stop complaining, blah, blah, blah. I, I, I know, but when we know there are options to improve this team, why, why not take them? That's all. Yeah, we're not saying that we need to trade, uh, or actually do make, we don't need to make a trade for a point guard spot. But shooting no. guard, it, it needs to get done. Yeah. Like it, that, that just has to get done. Backup center. His buttingers out until God knows when. Yeah. Roy, Roy's not a shooting. Roy's not going to get uh, somebody to be taken seriously as an NBA player right now. And I'm not sure Steens might is either. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not so sure Lou is not. No. So that's that's why. That's why we're saying moves need to be made if possible. Yeah. We're not saying blow it up. Hell no. We're saying tweak it. That's what we need to do. We need to make a tweak, a significant tweak at shooting guard. Yeah. Yep. Beatrice, Courtney Lee, Kobe, whoever. <laughs> we'll take him. You know, we'll take an improvement if it can be done. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. So I think we can close with that. Does that you sound good with that? Yeah. So, yes, the. Uh, Go to thesportstuff.com. Do check it out. Thesportstuff.com. Other shows on there like the crossover. New York Knicks, Brooklyn Nets, Rusty and PMAC. Very good hosts as well. Do check that out on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes. And of course, where am I going? Yeah. <laughs> and of course, hey, if you ever like to call in, 209-736-7877. 209-736-7877. It is a voicemail. Do treat it as such. Mention which show you're calling into, which is Timberwolves Explosion. And there you go. Shout out, comment, question. Hopefully not complaint. There you go. <laughs> Don't be afraid to rate us on iTunes out there. On iTunes, please do give us a rating if you could. It would be much appreciated. If you like the show, go on there. Give us a nice rating, comment. And there you go. Tell us what, what you like. Tell us maybe what you like improved, if, you could, if you'd like. Facebook page, you can do that as well. Twitter account, even that too. Yeah. Uh, just go on to Facebook, click on the search bar, Timberwolves Explosion, Minnesota Timberwolves. Click on the one that says company, not group, if the group is still out there. <laughs> so company, not group. And of course, uh, on Twitter, at Wolves Explosion or at Forecaster, T-E, all one word, Forecaster, T-E for Marcus the Forecasters, Twitter, account we are obviously on there to talk Timberwolves basketball that is for sure so thanks again uh, we're not trying to be negative we're just serious right now we're serious yes we want to yeah. if there was more positive to talk about we'll talk about the positive stuff yes sir and the positive one thing is yes Kevin Love is back thank god Yeah. <laughs> and we can't wait to have Rubio back apparently he's closer than before yeah. yes significantly yeah. closer so, yeah, maybe we might even be talking about Ricky Rubio very soon here. Uh-huh. That will, 
things will be a lot nicer when that happens. I just hope they don't sit on their hands saying, oh, let's just put Lukic starting shooting. No. <laughs> don't do that again. Come on, don't do that again. No. Shred's not ready to start, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I'm talking too much, like always. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Ricky Rubio, Courtney Lee. Yeah. We'll be back sooner rather than later, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah.